Oh, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> oh, my goodness, everyone. Just give a nice hearty welcome to Take 262. It is a big podcast today and very appropriate that we're reviewing a certain movie because we are drafting letter G films today and talking Godzilla minus one. It's the new Godzilla movie straight from Japan. Uh, we're going to let you know our thoughts about it. I don't totally know what TC thinks and TC does not know what I think. So uh, we're going in a little bit blind, excited for a new review. Um, but it is your boy, the sweet keeks. And who do we got? TC on the mic here yeah, in a little cereal. It in the background oatmeal squares so if you can hear me munching i hope my call to action is uh go get some oatmeal squares everybody mm, pop tarts here's a good idea for you gingerbread houses do them with pop tarts oh wait do people yeah. uh, do we I had a christmas i had a christmas party last night and my aunt and uncle we didn't do gingerbread houses but i just saw that they did gingerbread houses and they used pop tarts not for the mm. whole thing, but for, you know, the structure of the roof. Yeah, that's probably what I was saying. Has, I was like, mm -hmm, probably roof. has good insulation, so. <laughs> <laughs> the best so. choice to insulate your the uh, gingerbread homes. Yeah, but I, I'm doing well. Uh, let me just tell you, the week after Thanksgiving, slog. It's just a week after break when you go back to work is just a slog. It really is. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like psychological, if it's in my head. But it is just something trying to get back to that rhythm. So this week was long. It wasn't a bad week. It was just a long week. So ready, so ready to get back in the routine. Here's what it was for me. I knew that I needed to present final projects this week. So what I did was I like I did like this sound lab to like help them figure out how to sync audio and sound together as like their last little thing before they filmed. And then I presented final projects. So I am not like skating, skating through like we're going to review some little things for the final test, but we're looking good. We're looking really good until the end of the year. January 12th, baby. Let's go. Yeah. yeah you've been going ham in the morning. You've mm -hmm. been going ham. I've been on banger every morning. I'm normally at banger. The exit right at 640. You have been there at school like when I've been at banger. So. Yep. Yeah, yep. shout out, shout out to you, Keeks, for you know being there, being there early. I'm not gonna lie. So I think like this, like in October, I was getting to work at like seven, maybe seven oh five, like right on time or a little late. And I always get on my students about being late, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna step it up. I'm gonna step my game up. I get out of bed, grab my phone, get showered, you know, check Instagram and stuff in the meantime. But uh, yeah, I, I try to make sure that I'm out by around six, no later than 615. Friday, uh, I took some liberties. I left at like 615. Well, Friday is kind of nice because like if you do show up a little bit late, you know, I'm not advocating for showing up late, but it's late start. So it's like you show up 10 minutes late. It's like, OK, not the end of the world, but it's nice to be on time, you know? Yeah, I totally act, get it. You know, act what. Act what you preach, right? Do you have PLC stuff? PLC, for everyone curious, is like every Friday um, I meet with the other video teachers and we kind of discuss what our plans are for the next, I don't know, month, week, you know, depending on what we need to get planned. Do you do that? Do you have to do that? Yeah, I do that with the other counselors in the districts and I'll get together with, you know, our school and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I have them. So, OK, but this last Friday, it was just me. So. I got a little uh, breakfast from the cafeteria, which was actually a cinnamon roll. It was pretty good. Oh. You ever eat food from the cafeteria? Nope. No. 
What's nice about uh, JATC, it's like the ba- the basement is where the cafeteria is, and it's pretty small. Like we only we don't serve that many students, like a you know normal big high school, mm-hmm. and uh, the the um yeah the people down there are great. So I love it. And That's sweet. yeah, the, some of the food is good. I normally get breakfast. I normally get breakfast. I I so we ordered we we had our shoot Wednesday. What was it like twenty second or something like that? Uh, during during Thanksgiving break, and I ordered a bunch of granola bars because I was like, well, people might want protein or you know something like that. Tons left over, so those are my breakfast every morning. Oh, I just got nice. Oh, dude! Right as we were talking about, oh my gosh, do I start Derrick Henry or not? Before we started recording. I just got a notification of touchdown. Derrick Henry rushed to the left for a 22-yard touchdown. Perfect. It's, we're feeling it's, good. It's time. Yeah. Um, any college football playoff thoughts? Are you a follower of college football playoff? Uh, I, you know, not really, but I was really curious to see what would happen specifically with Georgia losing. Okay. Um, I, I man, let me let me let me sound off here, everybody. Go off, please. I, I'm a, I'm a college football guy, NFL guy. You know. You know, you guys know me. I think the committee got it right. They put oh, the four, wow. they put the four best teams in there. Michigan, number one. Number two is Washington. Number three is Texas. Number four, Alabama. Florida State is number five, which is terrible because my brother-in-law is a huge Florida State fan. They went undefeated. They won their conference championship. They did everything right, but they are not a top four best team if you put alabama versus florida state and right now like if they were a play-in and you asked everybody in the nation who'd win that game 95 percent of people are saying alabama's gonna win that game and if i'm coach harbaugh okay for michigan who would i rather play alabama or florida state i would totally rather play florida state because they're down their star quarterback and like that's what the committee takes into consideration it sucks it really sucks i would hate to be a florida state fan so that's my thoughts. I think they got it right. I hate Alabama, but I think Jim Harbaugh right now in Michigan are probably punching the air that that's their matchup because Alabama is hot right now. And imagine being a Georgia fan, a number one seed all year, all year, you're defending champ. You lose, you lose the SEC title game by three to Alabama, and now you are ranked six out of the playoffs. I think it's, I think it's comical. So any Georgia well, fans listening out there? I'm sorry, but you have the last two titles, so you'll you'll be fine. What would have happened though had Georgia been three and Alabama four? Why why couldn't they have done that? Because um because you have Michigan who went undefeated and they won mm-hmm. their championship and a lot of their guys are healthy. They they take that into consideration as the availability of players. Washington undefeated, they beat Oregon twice, and Oregon's good. Mm-hmm. Um number three was Texas. Texas beat Alabama earlier in the year, the second week, and they beat Alabama at Alabama. That's a big win. And then Texas um, lost to, who did they lose to? They lost to Oklahoma in a Red River rivalry. That's what they call it. So that's a rival game. So, But it was close. That was a close game. And that was at a neutral site as well. Alabama got hot. They lost to Texas in the week two, but they beat the number one seed, Georgia. And Georgia... You just you couldn't grant them in there because they lost their title game. They, I mean, okay. sure they lost by three points, but it's like I don't know. It just doesn't feel right that they get in because they lost. I think it was a year ago or two years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago. They lost Alabama in the title game, the SEC title game, and they got in. 
because they were so hot and there was not anybody else that could jump Georgia. And then Georgia actually ended up winning it all. So this year, there's just too many other competitive teams. But it was fun. It was a fun conversation to have. I know a lot of people are annoyed. But uh, yeah, anyways, that's my college football playoff rant. And I think the committee actually got it right. And it's been so fun to listen to a lot of analysts because they're like, you got to put in the four best teams, the best teams. Like, doesn't matter what the record is. And I think they got it right. I actually really do. You know, when when we look at football news, uh, we also looking at another kind of F news, F related news. And that is the Furiosa trailer. Do you like that segue? Do you like that? I like that segue a lot. Uh, Furiosa, George Miller's basically 10 years later prequel to Mad Max Fury Road. And I don't know where it fits through the other Mad Max movies, but I don't really care. This is electric. This is going to be a good time. Um, Fury Road's a trailer. It looks it looks like a blast. I know that people are like, oh, some of the VFX look a little weird. I don't know how it's going to work. And it's like, listen, if anyone is going to like, like if you see anything VFX related and you see the name George Miller next to it, I, I wouldn't worry about it if I was you. And it's a trailer, but man, Anya Taylor-Joy and Chris Hemsworth, his makeup, like what they did to his nose. I'm really excited to see Chris Hemsworth in a villain type role and to see what he does. He looks like he's going to be a lot of fun. I know he's taking a break from acting, apparently. Yeah. um, For some health reasons. So it'll be really fun to see him, you know, besides Thor and some other, you know, entries. But I'm excited. This looks really fun. Very sweet, in my opinion. So um, as we're... I, I I talked about the trailer in our fun movie club group chat and Tim Tim Lee been on the pod a few times says that trailer is so good. Chris Hemsworth looks like he's actually acting. Very excited to see that for the first time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I honestly didn't even know it was him until like someone tweeted about it. I was like, who the heck is this guy? Like he, borderline, like unrecognizable for me. I didn't even know it was him. Have you seen uh, Mel Gibson, uh, Mad Max, the first one? I've never seen any of the like original three. Yeah, I want to watch that one because that's on my 100 poster, 100 movies poster is Mad Max, the first one. Now, do you know what it's called? Do you actually know what it's called? Isn't it just called Mad Max? It is not. It's called The Road Warrior. Oh, yep. And then it's Mad Max Thunderdome. And I think the third one is Beyond Thunderdome or something like that. Gotcha. Mad Max Fury Road, the one that came out in 2015. Fun time. That was a movie where I saw the trailer and... I was like, this looks bad. And then I went in there. I was like, whoa, I am wrong. So excited. We'll Honestly, there. there's nothing better than seeing a trailer and being like, doesn't look very good. And you watch, you're like, wow, really good. Nothing. There is nothing better than being proven wrong about your thoughts, initial thoughts on a film before seeing yeah. it. Yeah. I wish, I wish uh, you know, I wish every movie could be that way, that they were just all very impressive and fun. Um, unfortunately, that's not always the case. Uh, that was the only thing I really wanted to talk about, too, was that great Furiosa trailer. Is there anything that caught your eye movie wise, movie news wise? No, that's uh, that's about it for me. Yeah. OK, love it. We both I think our favorite watches this week were rewatches, um, both like Christmas related rewatches as well. So TC, what did what what was uh what was your fave watch of the week? Um showed Kennedy um Die Hard. So that was a Die Hard rewatch. That was my third time watching it, I think. Yeah. Um and I think I've been on the podcast saying this that it is not a Christmas movie. I stand corrected. I think it is a Christmas movie. There's a lot of Christmas themes in there. 
the Christmas party, you know, is what starts it off. And like, mm-hmm. that's why John McClane is there. Uh, again, if you want to be annoying about it, it, you can. Uh, if you don't think it is a Christmas movie, that's fine with me. But I'm one of those people where I'm like, yeah, it's it's enough Christmassy to be a Christmas movie. So that's why I think it's a Christmas movie. But Die Hard, one of my all time favorite action movies. Uh, the characters are very likable. And I love that just John McClane is just ragged. He's battered. He's on his he's he's shoeless. He has no shoes. He's barefoot. And I love that he just has a tank top that is just turns white to like brown just from the from the dirt. He cuts up his feet. Uh Al Pal. I love the bromance between him and John McClane. It is amazing. And uh Hans Gruber, all-time bad guy. So um yeah, Die Hard just has a lot of awesome sequences. A plus sweet for me. Kennedy had a good time as well. Uh another movie that I watched real quick is Mean Girls. Never have seen Mean Girls. <laughs> so uh never Never watch. I knew some of the iconic moments and sure. the scenes, but like from start to finish, sitting down to watch it, never have seen it. So, uh, very fun watch. Really, really liked Mean Girls. Had a good time. So I'd probably give that a B plus. Sweet. Okay. I feel like I have not seen Mean Girls in a while, but I've seen it like four or five times. Yeah. So I probably haven't seen it in 10 ish years. We wear pink. So a lot of good characters, and just I think it's one of those classic high school. Movies. Rachel McAdams, fun fact, was 26 when that movie was uh, released. You know what makes me think? It's kind of one of those all-time what-ifs is Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan, you know, look at, you know, think about whatever you want with, like, what her career looked like. Good in every movie that they were in. Yeah, totally, totally. Like, even in that Parent Trap movie. That Parent Trap movie is awesome. That is a good, that is a good movie. It's just a great movie. Like, I love the montages in London. Like, I think she does a great job. And honestly, like, the VFX and the plating to get Lindsay Lohan to look like a twin and, like, be distinct is super impressive. Yeah. For a movie that came out, you know, late 90s. And then, yeah, Mean Girls is awesome. So, curious to see what could have happened. And I did you watch the Christmas movie she was in last year? No, I know she she went to rehab, right? Yeah, I think she did. She had some stuff. And then she's kind of making a re- little, you know, soft return to acting. Is that I accurate? So. Yeah, yeah, I'd love I didn't, to see. I didn't see that movie last year, the Christmas movie she's in. I mean, it's not great, but it's 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 fun to watch her in movies again. And I would kind of like to see if someone will, you know, similar to like a Robert Downey Jr. or like a Mickey Rourke where they were a little bit strung out, maybe not like just kind of on the outside of Hollywood and see them break back in again. So, yeah. you know, I'm I'm here for it. I would love to see it. Now, for us, we uh, it was Friday night or maybe. Yeah, I think it was Friday night Um, on the main page of like the Google home page uh, on our TV. We have like a Google Chromecast. The movie it was marketing was Gremlins. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Becky, have you seen Gremlins? She's like, no, I've never seen Gremlins. And she didn't know anything about it. And we watched Gremlins. Wow. What a what a blast. When was the last time you saw Gremlins? I've never seen it either. Shut up. Yeah. Not kidding. Never seen it. Like, I know, like, what happens. Like, don't they, like, if you warm them up or something like that, they turn evil? Like, they transform. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Kind okay. Of. Is it a, isn't it a Christmas movie? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah. I'll add it. Like, so I, I actually have 21 movies left to watch. Hopefully 20 when this comes out. I think we're going to watch a movie tonight as we record on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it's time to engage Sprank Dervmo. Get a, get a, get a movie in a day. <laughs> and finish. Shouts out Spencer Davis that just to get to, get to 150 for the uh, end of the year. 
I, I love, you know, we all have our ways of, of reviewing movies and Spencer is one of the most meticulous letterboxed reviewers out there, but stick to your gun, Spencer. Um, I don't hate you for it. I am very much a very lenient guy when it comes to movies. I'll hand, if I could hand out fives to everything, I would do it. I would love totally. to do that, but you totally. can't sometimes, which is why uh, as much as Gremlins was a really fun time, it's like a B plus suite for me. Like, it was really fun, and the VFX stuff is pretty crazy for what it is, especially coming out in, like, 83, I think it came out, 84. Wow. But, uh, yeah, some of the acting wasn't great, and um, but that's kind of about it. I really liked it for the most part. It was fun to revisit. First time I watched it, I was probably 11 or 12, so mm. it was a really nice, fun revisit all these years later. Love it. But again, as we're speaking of G's, GG's to this to this next draft. This is G-G's. our this is our this is our letter G draft. And just <clears throat> as a recap, I was very confident with our letter F draft. Like extremely confident. You were as I should have been because I won by 30 votes. You you won by landslide. I remember I was yeah. talking I was talking back saying I would give you crap if I won and wow, I got blown out. So that was a rough loss. I'd rather get blown out in a, in a movie draft than get really close because that's more heartbreaking. Uh, what do you think won it for you last week? Dude, uh, my first four picks. Uh, I think I honestly was so shocked that I got Fantastic Mr. Fox and Fight Club and Fast Five and Ferris Bueller's. I would, but the funny thing was, as I always send before we upload them to Instagram, I always send our drafts to the Fun Movie Club group chat, and they all voted yours as their favorite. So I did I go in. I think they were pulling your leg, though. I really do. I think they were pulling your leg because had I picked Fight Club, I think if I picked Fight Club over Fargo, uh, that would have changed my. I think you still would have won with. I think Fantastic Mr. Fox and Fight Club; those two were the real winners. Of your I think draft. so. I love Ferris Bueller as well. One that they mentioned that I totally forgot about was Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Ah, uh, yeah. That's a good that's one. a great one. And I totally didn't even think about it. So okay. well, as I'm everyone feeling, knows, feeling five better. picks. Tanner, you're starting us off today. We kind of talked about what we think our first picks were going to be last week. Uh, what is your first pick? My first pick is a classic, The Goonies. Okay, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, I know that I said that I was going to pick Goodfellas, but uh, that was a little bit of a of a red herring, as you will, because I'm taking Get Out as my first pick. Wow. You're going to give me Goodfellas? I will give you Goodfellas. Okay, I'm going to take Goodfellas for number two. Okay, for my number two, I'm taking Goodwill Hunting. Ugh. Dang it. Dang it. Dang it. Yep. That's a good one. That's one of my all-time favorites. I was hoping that I would get that. Yep. Knew you would. Knew you did. Actually, hey. this is literally, I actually on my list had Goodfellas above Get Out, but I'm like, Get Out is one of my favorite movies. I have to take Get Out first. Yeah. Okay. Um. After, after Goodfellas, I'm going to take The Godfather. Oh, interesting. I was wondering to see what like when the Godfather was going to get taken. Do you know what I mean? For sure. Um, so I very interesting. It's, it's one of those popular movies. I mean, it's just like you're a film buff. You got to watch the Godfather if you like film. And I know, I know it's not your cup of tea and I know it's, you know, different pace, but it's just a classic. Okay. Well, so what I'm going to take for my number three is grand Budapest hotel. Dang it. I thought you didn't like that movie. 
not a massive fan of it, but I do think that it is a movie a lot of people like. I know. I was hoping you wouldn't take that because I was going to take that next. Mm-hmm. Wes Anderson, honestly, if there's a draft, like everyone, I everyone think loves maybe Wes we've Anderson. taken all the rest of the good Wes Anderson movies, except for like when we get to Royal Tenenbaums or something. I'm like, that. I'm like shocked you took the Grand Budapest Hotel. I thought I had that as a lock for later draft. Oh, dude. Okay, that's okay because I'm going to take um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, that I, I was thinking you were probably going to take that one. Um, that's a. I, think I, I didn't think it would make it much further. Yeah, I, that's just a classic MCU movie. It's top five, I think. Okay. There's a part of me that wants to take this next film, but there's also a part of me that thinks I could maybe get it next round. Ooh. I'm you know what I mean? If you start to get into this to this level where it's like, oh, geez, like. G's are stacked, man. These G movies are stacked. Yeah. This is much better than F, like from top to bottom, in my yeah. opinion. You know what's so funny is like I literally have these lists ranked. Like I come in here and I'm like, all right, I know exactly what I'm going to pick. I know exactly what I'm doing. And then the second I'm supposed to start drafting, it just all goes out the window. And I've already like zagged basically for all three of my picks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, so... tell you, I'll tell you my five that I wanted after we were done drafting. Okay, um, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to go with the movie that I think is the one that I want, and that is Gone Girl. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, I love Gone Girl. I remember watching that one and telling you, like, you have to go watch it. You know, it was like 2017, I think, 2016. That is a good, good watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, for my fifth pick, I don't know this is what you were thinking. I'm debating between the two. I'll let you know which one I was going to potentially go with. But um, Gladiator. Oh, wow. Good. Okay. Okay. No, Gladiator was down there. But um, okay, now I'm at... Okay, Gladiator is a good choice. It's our, This is going to be a really close one, I think. I think you might barely win. This last pick is going to, I think, make or break my list. I think I know what you're going to pick, but you say it. Do you want to guess it? I don't want to guess it and then be like, oh, my God, has a better pick. You know what I mean? Should I should I do it? Let's do it. Sure. Yeah. And then you're going to pick game night. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. I It is on my list, but game night is like, I think just not enough people have seen it. Sure. And yeah. I like it. But of these two other movies. Okay. Oh, because the dilemma is, do I take one that I know people have seen that I'm like, I like it, but it's not maybe my favorite or one that I feel like people have seen, but I think is really awesome and fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I don't want you to answer that. That was more of a rhetorical question, but here's what we're going to do. Okay. My mom catch a tiger by his toe. If he hollers, let him go. Oh, I love it. My mom, my mom said to pick the very best one, and you are not it. Okay, I'm taking a goofy movie as my last <laughs> pick. <laughs> I actually love that. That is that yeah. is that is kind of big fat liar energy, uh, and I love it. You know, geeks, I love it. People I love, love I love, people love I love a goofy movie. It's great. It is great. But you know what I'm going to be honest? Do you know what the other one was? What? Galaxy Quest. 
I have not seen that one. Oh, okay. Maybe I did go with the right one. Yeah, I think a Goofy movie was a good good pick. Yeah, that was my big dilemma was, okay, like, I know that people have seen a Goofy movie. Like, everyone's seen a Goofy movie. But Galaxy Quest, I feel like, is a little bit more beloved. So yeah. that was a little bit. So that was just, just came down to chance. That was, that's I on my watch right. list is a Galaxy Quest. Okay, so my five are The Goonies, Goodfellas, The yeah. Godfather, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Gladiator. I'm feeling really good about those five. Okay, so it's Goonies, Goodfellas. I have them. I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you. Okay, I'm also putting it on a list for mine, too. Okay, The Godfather and Gladiator. I do feel like your list has kind of a lot of the same movies, but I think what makes it different, if you've picked a lot of the same kind of movies that people really like. I clicked some classics. I, I'll tell you who what I wanted to pick. Yeah, what did you want to pick? So I wanted to go with The Goonies was first, okay. and I thought you were going to go with um, Goodfellas first. That was a good red herring. I didn't even think about Get Out. So I was, you're going to pick Goodfellas. I was going to get The Godfather 2, and then I thought you were going to pick, I don't know where you're going to pick, but I want a Good Will Hunting 3. For mm-hmm. fourth, I want a Grand Budapest Hotel, and for five, I want a Guardians of the Galaxy. That was like okay. my my pristine G draft. Yeah. Good Will Hunting is one of my favorite movies. So, But I, I would rather watch Good Will Hunting over The Godfather, but I'm picking Godfather second just because it's a popular pick. I also, as I picked Goodfellas, I was like, I probably could have gotten Get Out second round. Like, I, I, I just honestly, I was thinking, I was like, you couldn't, you would have maybe picked Get Out as your second pick, just to be like, I think people like it, and it would get a lot of good votes. So that was my worry: is okay, I'm gonna snatch it soon. And I didn't think you would take Goodfellas second round. I'm not gonna lie, I did kind of think you would be around for me. Who would you think was gonna be my second pick? Honestly, I thought you were gonna take like Goodwill Hunting or maybe Grand Budapest. Yeah, yeah. No, I love those two. But Goodfellas is a classic. Goodfellas is really good. I know. It is. So yeah. Good. I mean, that's that's a movie that I need to rewatch. But yeah, Goodwill Hunting is one of my favorite movies. So, mm-hmm. but also picking the po- I'm going like that hybrid, like I mentioned, popular choice and a movie that I also like. Yeah. And so I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see how uh, how the list shakes out. Um, just like uh, Ginza and Kyoto and all the rest of these cities were shaking as Godzilla came through. Because we are reviewing Godzilla minus one, everybody. This is the new Godzilla film coming out of Japan. Shin Godzilla was probably the last, like, Godzilla movie from Japan. Um, It's directed by Takashi Yamazaki. I believe they also wrote it, too. And it touches on... Just at the end of World War II, um, a kamikaze pilot grounds their plane for mechanical issues. And because of that, he sees Godzilla for the first time amongst these group of people. And he cowers and he doesn't shoot it with his uh, gun turret. And so years later, comes by. He's struggling. It's post-war Japan. Um, he's trying to figure out how to support this single mother that's living with him along with a ch- with their child. And they get a job opportunity to go out and um, basically clean up ocean mines, which the government has seemed to double it as a front to try to track down Godzilla, which is now bigger and badder thanks to the atomic bomb tests in the Pacific Ocean. And the Japanese people must hatch a plan to get rid of the disastrous and destructive creature TC. 
who do you want to start with? Do you want to start with your thoughts or do you want me to start? With I, I want you to go first because I know you've you liked my letterbox. I don't know if you've read the whole thing, but I want you to go first. Of what first off, the scale in this is crazy. Second off, the character work is really, really fun and great. And third off, Godzilla, dummy, dummy, thick. Just absolutely some great yams, some 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 astronomically <laughs> nice and large feet. Uh, it really, it really was firing all on all cylinders. But I'm not gonna lie to you. I I felt the second half of the second act drag a lot as they start to get like the plan in motion. Like as much as I the Godzilla stuff is incredible and some of the best action filmmaking we've seen all year but when it's not doing that i did feel i felt a little bit of a drag in the film when was that drag specifically i think it starts once they all realize okay there's a group of private japanese citizens that are trying to devise a plan to capture and like get rid of godzilla Really? Because I love that part. I thought mm-hmm. the when the doctor gets up there and presents the plan, like, I was like, let's go. I was like, this is interesting. I was like, I never would have thought about this. So I disagree with you. I loved that pivot change because I was like, how are we going to beat this guy? And so I actually really enjoyed that little conference and meeting of everybody getting together. And when the doctor gets up and he presents the plan, I was like, okay, here we go. Like, this is it. See, I did think that it was interesting. However, right after that, when it's like much more of like the a lot of the like introspective character work, I sometimes I a lot of because the action is so good, I felt myself just being like, I want to see it again. I want to see Godzilla again. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's my baby brain speaking for everything else but like the cinematography of the film the film looks great 15 Um, million 15 million so it is rumored it's a rumored count and i want to add to that i want to talk about that because everyone's been talking about the budget sure now this is obvious well the director was like that's speculative it's probably more than 15 million even if it's like 40 million like that's not to understate like how impressive this movie looks but i do think it's important to notice that like working conditions like if you think vfx workers have it hard out here like i do know of stories of like animators and vfx artists in other parts of the world where it's much worse um not to say that that's what happened but like i don't know there's a lot of speculation but even if it's 40 million the movie looks incredible it feels great and i'm sure that everyone involved felt a massive like sense of pride making this movie yeah um I had so much fun with this. This was, I don't know. I just didn't have any expectations for this. I saw, you know, some YouTube reviewers like Chris Duckman, a mm-hmm. couple other people. I was seeing, you know, some of their views being high uh, on Letterboxd. And I was like, this looks cool. Yeah. Um, I love foreign movies. Like I I've, feel like I've taken turn for foreign movies and um, like watching anime and uh, hearing things in, J- in Japanese. Like, so I'm like, I can understand a couple of words in Japanese where I'm like, when they say like kasol, which means, you know, damn. And then, uh, uh, daishoka means like, are you okay? So things like that, like, or I'm like, yeah, I pick up on that. So anyways, um, it was awesome. Yeah. Hearing that. I just loved the beginning and the setup 
uh, I love the main character and kind of his guilt with being alive. Like, yeah, that stuff is really was, good. I like, I, I just love that character element because, you know, everyone's, you know, talked about it, how a lot of other Godzilla movies, the, the human characters are pretty dull and you don't really care for them. Like I cared, like, I remember the dinner scene with in Godzilla minus one where they're like, are you guys married? And, and like his three buddies are like, what are you doing? Like, and he was just really kind of rude and harsh. Like, this isn't my daughter. Like, I thought that scene was really good and really uh, added some elements to the characters. So, and and the Godzilla aspects of things, so cool, so epic. And I love the way Godzilla looked. I loved how he just got bigger since that uh, initial scene on Odo Island. Um, and then something that I read on a YouTube comment, which I was like, oh my gosh, that's a good point. His when Godzilla has two scenes of destruction with the heat ray, um, he has this look in his eyes. The comment said, like, look what I just did. Like Godzilla's like, holy crap. And I'm like, looking back, I was like, dang, like even Godzilla was kind of like amazed with his destruction and his work. So from the characters, from the scale, uh, I had a blast. I thought the finale was really, really sweet. And yeah, really the finale cool is incredible. And how it all came together. Um a little predictable with a certain sequence there at the very end with um, um, our main lead. I saw that coming, which was f- still fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I had a blast, dude. I thought this was a really, really cool Godzilla movie. And if you don't even like Godzilla, I still think anybody can enjoy this movie. So I've I had only a seen like the new like legendary pictures Godzilla movies. Yeah. I've never seen the old ones because honestly, kind of like what you're saying, they always just seemed like a guy in a suit, like stomping around and it didn't feel like there was a whole lot of substance. But with this, it's like, wow. And you know what I think I loved is even though, you know, and it does this a lot in the film is it sets up moments where, you know, or you're like, this is probably going to happen because you see the setup and you know how it's going to happen, but it might not. And there's a, there's a great Alfred Hitchcock like quote that it's like, if you're going to have people in a room with a bomb underneath, like you don't reveal the bomb at the end. You show the audience the bomb the entire time because mm. then it gives them the suspense of, are they going to survive? So it's like, we know, and we see at the end of this setting up this thing for the character, but it's like, is it going to happen? Like, you know, but you still want to see it play out. And I think what that does that very well. Um, Also the sound design, like the movie is so so loud and strong. Did were you were at, were you in the D box theater at Geneva? Yeah. Uh-huh. So cool. Sounded yeah. epic. Like when he does his roar and then like the score of when you hear Godzilla come in. Yeah, it sounds like like the OG, like you've heard the old Godzilla music. Yeah. It sounded just like it. It was so yeah. cool. I I do want to get into spoilers before we get give our grades cuz the very end like the last scene. Okay. Um but I give it an A plus slash sweet. I'm maybe a little biased because I do love Godzilla. I like the Godzilla 2014 movie a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was so fun. Like, I love this different take on Godzilla. Uh, I liked the setting as well of taking it post World War Two. Yeah, and, I did, too. Yeah, I just thought like our main lead and, and his situation with kind of the family that he's destined to have. Uh, was a sweet little aspect added to it. So A plus was sweet for me. I had a blast. One of my favorite theater experiences this year. And I was bummed that you couldn't be there with me. I know you were. You were. Uh, we were. We were deep into editing, which we did get the scene edited. Nice. And, uh, 
I, I was sitting there. I, I tried. did try my best. I tried to sway you, man. I thought I was doing pretty good at like really getting you. Hey, you swayed me, but I, you know, I knew <laughs> if we were gonna if we were gonna watch it, I needed to get the rest of the boys on board. Um, I initially had it at a B plus suite, but I haven't unveiled my grade yet, and I think I'm gonna give it an A minus. I think Let's I'm go. there at an A minus. I've bumped it up a little bit just because I do think like the Godzilla stuff is so great and to see the character development and like the fun cast of characters is a really nice touch. Um, even if I don't always love the character only stuff and I think it goes on a little too long. Um, yeah, I can agree with it. It could have been like maybe a little bit tighter, but I think that adds some elements of why we care and it mm -hmm. has like a little bit more tension. I was at the edge of my seat at the end of the movie, like that whole sequence of everything going down. I was like, no mm -hmm. way this works. And then so pretty cool. Pretty yeah. sweet. Um, okay. I just got to say really quick, the heat cannon thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like you see that thing loading up and you, the first time and you're like, Oh, that's cool. And then it happens. You're like, Oh, whoa. Because isn't Godzilla always kind of been an allegory for like the atomic bomb and its effects on Japan and everything. I and especially so. like it, it mentions in this that it's like the Japanese government knew that Godzilla existed and didn't tell anyone. And I've always been curious and it's kind of alluded to I've heard in World War Two that we did tell Japan we were going to bomb them. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know anything like that, but that would be interesting to see, you know, if Godzilla is maybe just being this, you know, allegory for war and the destruction of it and that like we can't stop it kind of a thing. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I'm sure there's more to the character, but yeah, let's, let's get into spoilers. Like you wanted to say. Yeah. Spoilers in three, two, one. Okay. So the ending scene is, uh, the woman is alive mm -hmm. and, uh, Kochi's like friend that's living with them. Um, and she has some black markings coming up her neck. Yeah showing potential radiation or maybe a connection to Godzilla. I have no idea what that is. I neither. And, and then uh, the last scene is Godzilla is floating down the ocean and mm -hmm. he starts to like repair himself. So yeah, I was okay with this being just a one-off Godzilla movie, but now I think they're going to make it into like maybe a trilogy. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm I'm fine with it either ways of it just being a one-off or, you know, if, if they make more Godzilla movies like this, I'm in. So how'd you feel about it? Yeah. I mean, the ending was like pretty. I was like, whoa, it was so. Like the big thing that I was most surprised about was when she starts getting like the black on her neck. Like, yeah, like I and the thing is, I've never seen the other ones, So I don't know if this is something that happens in the other ones. Yeah. Like, is it? She has this connection now with Godzilla. I don't know what it is, but I do kind of wish that she would have been dead too. I don't, it, it, it feels like, but then at the same time, it doesn't like make our main character absolutely miserable at the end. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I think this might be a potential Horcrux situation where she has to sacrifice and die in order to kill Godzilla. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm uh, leaning towards. So that could be a potential uh, story story be yeah. there. So mm -hmm. anyways, I didn't mind the ending. I would have been totally fine with it just ending there and being that's it. But if they make another Godzilla movie like this and build off of it, I'm in. So which looks like that's probably what they're going to do.
you leave yeah. the door open. Movies performing very well. It looks like I I don't know what it like how it's done in Japan. I'd imagine it's done fairly well, but the like Godzilla's design was really really fun. I really loved it. I thought it was really, really cool. I agree. Had a very menacing. It was terrifying. Godzilla was terrifying. And yeah, that sound in that theater, loud, crazy. So anyways, Godzilla minus one. So next one will be minus two, maybe an integer one. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Like a lot of Japanese movies just have like really cool titles with them. Um, Before we get before we wrap up, give me a, Mm -hmm. a few favorite foreign movies. Oh, foreign films? Yeah, foreign films. Uh, Just a I few. think the big I think the big one for me is like get into foreign horror. Like foreign horror movies like The Wailing, uh REC, um um gosh, what else? Um yeah, just foreign horror films. I'm trying to think of more that like I can think of off the top of my head, but I couldn't. Um, you know, Japanese horror specifically is really, really effective. That's where like Ring and The Grudge came from. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. try if you're a horror fan, go there. But like if you're a fan of like foreign films, man, dude, France is a really great place, especially for like more contemporary modern stuff and like older stuff. Uh Jacques Demi is great. Um, and then Celine Shiama is one I really like now. Um Julia Ducourneau is very nice out of France. Obviously, we got Bong Joon-ho out of Korea. We've got Hayao Miyazaki with a new movie coming out next week. There's a lot of really, really good stuff. Um, The Wailing is one of my favorite foreign films. And then also, you can't forget Wong Kar Wai, Fallen Angels, um, In the Mood for Love, Chunking Express. All those movies are like absolute must-sees. Yeah. I have them on Blu-ray. So if you've got a Blu-ray player, just come to my house and I will let you borrow them. But you got to bring them back. Heck yeah. You know, mm-hmm. one of these days we should do a little sweet film meetup at one of our places. Just bring uh, some, just bring the homies over. Yeah. Or we go to Maven, Maven Theaters. To keep I know. Shooting. We should chat with them. We yeah. should. Okay. What would you hey. recommend, foreign film wise? Foreign films, uh, Infernal Affairs, easily. Heck if you yeah. watch that, you'll realize Marty's a hack. Um, <laughs> 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 I knew it. I knew I'd get you on that. One. Did you know? So he made you, you. I don't know if you've seen Silence. Silence is actually a remake of like a 1970s Japanese movie of okay. similar themes. So, you know, just He's saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, In the Mood for Love is great. Uh, I love the Incendies, a recent watch that I had this year. Mm-hmm. Um, love is a, a strange word to describe that. Maybe that was appreciated. Um, Parasite, of course, is a classic. So, yeah, there's those are some of my uh, all time foreign movies. Well, and also foreign and and now Godzilla minus one. Yeah. Foreign film. It's just they make them different. Like like the culture and like the impact is of their filmmaking is so much different than it is out here. Uh, But it's all still familiar. Like I love it it feels like Bong Joon-ho combines a lot of kind of. Uh, genres in a lot of their movies the messaging is always very uh, strong too so yeah watch foreign films subtitles I don't know I was funny I was I got out of the movie with Jack and Jake yesterday they were talking about how much they hate subtitles and I'm like oh that sucks I love subtitles I, I really? prefer to you watch with subtitles that's a bummer because I yeah. feel like if you are anti-subtitles in foreign film you're missing out on like a lot of good good movies and good films and mm-hmm. yeah I don't, I don't know it's just I think some people are you know I was 
totally conditioned earlier watching anime like naruto and subtitles yeah like true middle school, middle school so i can see that side of thing it can be a little jarring if you're new to it so i think so but yeah anyways take 262 love it um next take boy in the heron i don't i think poor things comes out later right i don't think it's playing this week yeah i maybe silent night well, well you know us we'll we'll pivot i selfishly want to go watch the beyonce music like concert film with you but that uh yeah i just think you'd have a really good time with it um good good and it's gonna be it's so much different than taylor swift's that's just you know what i'm saying right now but everyone thank you so much for tuning in to take 262 uh gojira godzilla minus one go check it out go watch it go support these awesome movies and show the that uh disney is a racket and Little Mermaid shouldn't have cost $250 million. They're very clearly like money laundering or they're they're doing something bad if those movies are costing as much as they cost. But um, as always for everybody, uh, this is Boy Sweet Keeks and TC and just stay so sweet. Sweet.